ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the Netherlands, Norway, and the Philippines, and in the states of Pennsylvania, Texas, and Wisconsin, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is strengthen your boundaries. Learning to say no to what you do not want in your life is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Avoid acting when you hear the words, I should and I must. Take action when you hear the words, I want to. Strengthening our boundaries is a process, not an event, as we grow in self-esteem, self-empowerment, and self-respect. We can see new ways in which we may still be trying to please others out of fear of losing a relationship or of not being loved or accepted especially if we grew up with abuse or have experienced trauma at any time in our life. It doesn't always feel safe to draw strong boundaries. As we heal, we feel safer protecting ourselves from others who may be too demanding of our time, our kindness, our money. We may have outgrown the relationships that are not respectful and that drain our energy. As we recognize these relationships for what they truly are, we can choose to forgive ourselves, make peace with what we chose to give up in order to keep those relationships, and be grateful for the growth, wisdom, and knowledge we gained. If we take the learning and are grateful for all aspects of the experience, we can let go of the pain and make room for more positive, happy, and joyful relationships and experiences. We can move forward in hope. 
more people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third dimension earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Part of this shift is a growing awareness that animals have thoughts and feelings. A glance at Facebook posts documents this change with an increasing number of posts showing animals acting in loving and compassionate ways, clearly exhibiting remorse or guilt, and even acting in planful ways to solve difficult problems, especially when it involves getting food or having or saving someone from danger. For those of you who have been following my reports of my sessions with my first dog client, I want to share our happiest experience, our latest experience, which is also our happiest one. It gets increasingly better. Her parents were very upset because of her new behavior of not listening to her father on the walks. She was now listening to her mother, but it shifted her misbehavior to her father. This change was very distressing to him. She was pulling on the leash to chase the rabbits, hurting him and herself, and barking at people who were just out for a walk. She wasn't listening to him and didn't seem to care that he was really upset by these new behaviors. I believe she had shifted her mischievous behavior from her mother to her father. The whole time we were working together, she kept her head down acting like she wasn't listening. I explained to her that we were working on creating a happy, harmonious family where everyone was respected and listened to. That meant that she could have freedom to lead the walk, but not license to hurt herself or her father or to scare other people. I explained that she didn't have to like it, but that she had to do her part just like her parents were doing theirs. And that meant her learning how to be part of a family so that everyone could get the love, peace, and freedom that makes up a happy family. I sensed that she was not acknowledging what we were saying because she was feeling guilty and ashamed. I told her she was a good dog and no one was angry with her. We just need her to understand her role in a happy family. With that, she perked up and acknowledged what we were saying. Her dad also understood that he had to set the boundaries and be firm with her to make sure she understood that he was in charge and that she could have what she wanted if she followed the, world, the rules of appropriate behavior. During the very next walk and every walk since, she has been compliant and pleasant with each parent. Her da dad told me that no trainer ever explained to her why it was important for her not to pull on the leash or scare people. Once she understood the legitimate reason, she happily complied. No training was necessary, only communication and understanding, free of blame, shame, and fear. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live 
the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace, as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Tia Graham, who's here to talk about how to be a happy leader, stop overwhelm, and get killer business results. After our episode last week with Becky Morrison, I received the following email from Stacy. I really enjoyed your interview with Becky. Happiness is one thing that we can never have too much of. I loved her comment that we should do more of what matters and less of the rest. I can get stuck feeling overwhelmed with everything I have to do. And her reminder to take advantage of the time we have and reclaim a moment of joy is important to remember. Thank you for having her on your show. You're welcome, Stacy, and thank you for using the information to improve your life. If any of you missed this episode or want to listen again, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on finding happiness, please listen to some of my previous shows like April 1st, 2021 with Dr. Greg Hammer. Happiness in three minutes a day, gain without pain. July 9, 2020 with Shelley Wilson, creating the life you love, embracing the magic within. And October 17, 2019 with Maureen St. Germain, heaven on earth, love, joy, harmony, and happiness. Listen on demand to these shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration which we all need. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled, Guilt Destroys Your Joy, posted in January 2020, which reminds us that when we focus on what we did wrong in the past, we are unable to appreciate the joy in the present. Here's an excerpt. Guilt is designed to teach us to help us become more ethical, compassionate, empathetic, and loving human beings. It's a signal pointing out that we may not have been our best self when we said or did a particular thing. The healthy use of guilt is to examine what we did, self-correct in the moment if we can, or determine how we will do it differently next time. Sincerely apologize when appropriate, forgive ourselves, And go on with our day where most of us get caught is in the inability to forgive ourselves. We replay the experience over and over again in our minds, punishing ourselves with what we consider to be our stupidity. We hold on to it, usually building it way out of proportion. Other people have moved on and we're stuck in the muck. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Is Worry Taking Over Your Life? 
which explains that approximately 90% of our thoughts are negative, and by changing our thoughts, we can change our life. Because of the pandemic, climate change, social injustice, mass shootings, war in the Ukraine, the threat of nuclear war, we are all living with fear and anxiety. If we stay stuck in fear and anxiety, we make matters worse by adding to the chaos and, and negativity in the world. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own vibration. Your higher vibration will touch everyone you encounter and then everyone they encounter and so on. We are the point of change. Heal yourself and you help heal the world. This is the concept of oneness. We are all connected. We will be doing two techniques every week until there is peace to help increase your vibration and that of the Ukraine. Let's, let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now. Imagine a big pink heart like a balloon surrounding yourself and then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love and it was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it's there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear and anxiety, do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors, and social media, and do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of life, light of love anytime they need protection or love. The second technique is my affirmation to help release fear and anxiety and create inner peace. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep if I wake up in the middle of the night or go into fear or anxiety about the Ukraine or anything else. Let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. After the session with my dog client, her father experienced a synchronicity that had a profound impact on him. The very next day, he began a week-long training to prepare him for a leadership position in his company. The teachers explain the importance of everyone in the organization understanding their role in the team and why each of them was needed for the business to be successful. He told me that he had observed that some of the employees resented people in management because they didn't understand that what they did was necessary for the sale to be finalized. They needed each other, but unless the why was explained to them, they would continue to be resentful. He immediately saw the analogy with his dog until she understood what each of their roles were and why her cooperation was necessary. They would have continued to be at odds with each other. I was thrilled that he got the connection, understanding what he needed to do at home to be a strong leader for his dog, gave the awareness of what he needs to do to be a strong and effective leader at work. It isn't about instilling fear or making people toe the line. It's about trust, 
relationship, communication, mutual respect, and understanding. A happy home and a happy workplace have a lot in common, and both are necessary for our happiness as a human being. The skills, knowledge, and wisdom are transferable. The synchronicity of these two experiences helped him move forward in his personal and professional growth and happiness. Our guest, Tia Graham, is the founder of Arrive at Happy, also known as AH. She is a certified chief happiness officer and has multiple certifications in neuroscience, positive psychology, leadership coaching, and employee morale. Previously, Tia led sales and marketing teams at luxury hotels. She has worked with dozens of global companies and supports executives and teams through advising and experiential events. She is widely regarded by the corporate happiness community and is a speaker at the annual World Happiness Summit. Her insights have been featured in national publications like Forbes, Mind Body Green, and the Los Angeles Times. She's the author of Be a Happy Leader, Stop the Overwhelm, Thrive Personally, and Achieve Killer Business Results. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering your past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, who do you need to set stronger boundaries with? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tia Graham, who's here to talk about how to be a happy leader, stop overwhelm, and get killer business results. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. 
Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 888- Three four six nine one four one, or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you thought about how you, who you need to set stronger boundaries with. I'm so grateful to welcome Tia Graham, who's here to discuss how to be a happy leader, stop overwhelm, and get killer business results. Um, Tia, the work you do is so very important and enlightening because most people think that um, it's money that motivates employees and that um, I don't think they even consider happiness. It's all about, you know, meeting the number of sales, the bottom line. It's, I, I, I think most businesses don't understand the role of happiness. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. So absolutely. There are a lot of misconceptions around what motivate people and make them engage with their work. And it's, you know, of course, money is a part of why we work, you know, absolutely. It plays a factor, but the research shows that the biggest drivers of motivation at work are factors such as having positive emotions while you work, emotions such as excitement and human connection and um, calm, as well as feeling like your work has meaning and purpose and that you're making progress in meaningful work. And there is so much research coming out about when leaders and organizations support people by feeling happy while they're working, that that is really what drives engagement, motivation, productivity, creativity, retention, customer happiness, etc. So it truly needs to be a top priority for for leaders and and people running companies in you know 2022. I remember years ago reading a study about um, a hospital in the north and the valet um, 
people were standing in this freezing cold temperatures and they introduced um, just serving hot coffee to the valets who, um, who were parking the cars for the people being dropped off at the hospital, um, going to the hospital. And one of the results was not only were they happier at work and doing a better job, but their families reported that they were no, this makes me cry, they were no longer harming their families. They were no longer physically abusing people in their family because they were coming home happy. Wow. I and just read serving that study, coffee. That is huge. Yes, of, of having people feel cared for. A small act, right? And that just it, is such a strong example. Um, yes. Yeah, so talk to us a, a little bit more about how do people create um, happiness? How do business leaders do that? So there, the first step for business leaders, and in my book, Be a Happy Leader, the first step in my eight-step methodology is start with you. So executives and leaders, managers, supervisors, everyone that's leading a team of one or 100,000, the first step is you must start with you. You must prioritize your own happiness and well-being and take care of yourself holistically, right? Your spiritual well-being, your physical, your relationships, your emotional well-being, intellectual, et cetera. That's the very first step. You cannot expect to have a happy team, a thriving organization, if the leaders aren't well themselves. So that's the first step. And then once that is prioritized and, you know, consistent, then what leaders need to do is to, you know, turn the attention and focus on the team and, and, and the teams. And there's two main ways to do this. The first is by focusing on relationships. And this is this model is what I learned when I went over to Denmark and became a certified chief happiness officer. So focus on relationships. How do you do this? You coach people as opposed to being, you know, um, directive and authoritarian, that you truly are people's partners, that you create a team that has trust and psychological safety and friendships and really, really get to know people as human beings and continuously foster those one-on-one -on -one relationships and then creating strong team relationships and continuously grow that. And then the second pillar next to relationships is results. And this is an area where leaders tend to focus, you know, way more on as opposed to relationships, but you need both. So under the results umbrella is having people be passionate and connected to the meaning and the purpose in the work. I ask people, I ask leaders, how is your organization helping society? How is your organization making the world a better place? And know that people need to continuously hear how their work has meaning and purpose and, and feel, feel progress in that. Focus on the small wins. So it's also about celebrating the small wins, having consistent, authentic, positive feedback, 
having more positive communication than negative communication, you know, written and verbal, and having everyone in the organization feel and understand the results, both positive and negative, being transparent, you know, out of the executive office, but sharing with the whole organization how the company is doing. And, you know, even for people that are, you know, um, hourly employees, having them really understand the results of the company. So those are some of the ways that leaders can increase the happiness of of the teams and, um, you know, treat, you know, it's, this is a blessing of the pandemic is work has become more human and it needs to continue on this path. I agree with you. You know, as you were talking, I remembered um, one uh, um, one employer who was doing a review for me, and he said, well, all of us are performing at the top, so everybody is the same, which means you're all average. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, to to put your heart and soul into something and get a three out of five because everybody was expected to be a five, so you were just like everybody else. Therefore, you're a three. I mean, it, it was insane and clearly not a motivator. I mean, I had to find my own reasons to continue with my work because I did love what I was doing. But I thought, how can you do that to people instead of building them up? But that clearly goes back to what you were saying. Clearly, that person couldn't let up on himself. He was never good enough, so no one else could be good enough. Right. Right. Absolutely. And this, there is a paradigm shift happening within companies and, you know, for leaders. There, you know, in working in the hotel industry for 15 years, I had some very toxic negative leaders, which is one of the big inspirations for the work that I do and the book that I wrote. And then, you know, I also had inspirational leaders. But... This way of, you know, driving people and being extremely hard and, and, you know, leading through fear and leading through aggression, that's the old way. And whether it's millennials, Gen Z, working parents, you name it, people are not accepting that anymore. You know, the expectations of what organizations give to people and how people are treated are a lot higher now. And so... It's a, it's, you know, it's a big shift for people, but it's also a huge blessing because we spend so much time working and how we're treated at work not only affects how we work, but it also affects our immune system. I know you talk about the mind-body-spirit connection, and, and absolutely this translates into work. And so it's an, it's an opportunity for, for companies and for leaders to pause and readjust with what, you know, the workforce wants and needs today. I I think what you're saying is so important. And um, I, I personally think um, a, a constructive criticism is an oxymoron. If you're criticizing, you're not helping somebody. If you're teaching, you're helping them learn. If you're showing them what to do, if you're helping them do it better, as opposed to, you know, 
just what's wrong, um, then we're off track. Not only are we making people unhappy, but we're not giving them the tools they need to improve. Absolutely. And there is a motivating way to give feedback and to give feedback for improvement and really to be that coach that's helping people realize their potential. And then there's, you know, another way of communicating where it truly demotivates people and makes them feel belittled and negative and, you know, sucks the wind out of their sails. And leaders need to be trained. You know, this isn't something that everyone's just born with knowing how to do really, really well. Leaders need to be trained on how to give consistent positive feedback, but then also when people need that coaching and when they need that improvement, that there's a way to do it that actually makes them feel like you truly care. You want them to, to rise and, and, you know, fill, fill their potential. Um, but a lot of times, because there's also a discomfort with giving this feedback, a lot of times people don't even receive that feedback. They're just treated poorly by their manager, by their supervisor. Um, hoping that they might leave and somebody it's someone else's problem. Yes, hoping they might leave, hoping that they, yeah, might say, you know what, I don't want to work here. Or, you know, in other cases, they're given feedback for improvement in a really, uh, you know, negative or belittling way that just demotivates them more and doesn't change their behavior for the better and doesn't have them, you know, if you think about having a leader that you feel truly cares about you and is giving you feedback because they want you to be better and stronger and wiser, you are going to, you're going to want to work so hard for that person, you know, that, that you're going to want to rise up. And, um, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a really critical point of, of leading of, cause you have to be having these conversations all of the time and it's uncomfortable for leaders. It's difficult. You need to practice and, and, you know, constantly get better so that these conversations strengthen the relationship and help that person work smarter and harder for the organization. I, I agree with you. And I, I was working with someone once and introduced them to, you talked about coaching, to the idea of coaching um, the people under him and through questioning and other techniques. And he said he was absolutely blown away. He said, you know, they already know the answers that I was going to give them. But when it comes from them, it's more effective. Mm, Yes, yes, absolutely. And the research on coaching is so profound and that, you know, People are, are very smart. They want to do well, that instead of telling people what to do, if you ask probing, open-ended questions, that they know the answers inside of them. And that instead of telling someone to do, instead of telling someone what to do, if you can help them discover those answers on their own, that the change will be more profound and, and last um, and really be motivating. And it's, it's fantastic because there are many organizations that are training leaders how to coach. I know, for example, Expedia, this huge travel company, 
um, through the pandemic was was training all of their leaders of this is, you know, you, you're a coach, you're not this director. Um, and so it's a it's a fantastic shift that's happening. That's wonderful to hear. We need to take a break and then we're going to come back and talk more about um, the responsibility of, of employers for their wealth, health and well-being. Wealth too, but I think wealth comes out of the health and well-being and the happiness um, of, of their employees. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on our shows, important information from each show, and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their right and left brain, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, please think about what you can do to be a happier leader at work and or at home. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tia Graham to talk more about how to be a happy leader, stop overwhelm, and get killer business results. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you thought about what you can do to be a happier leader at work or at home. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Sheila can help you. I'm so thankful we're here with Tia Graham talking about how to be a happy leader, stop overwhelm, and get killer business results. Um Tia, uh, I, I, there's um, not all employers understand the importance of their employees' health and well-being, but you know billions of dollars are lost uh, constantly because of people who have stress headaches or um, sickness due to lowered immune systems. And and so it's not only smart um, dollar-wise, it's also important in terms of our humanity. Talk to us a, a little bit about the employer's responsibility. Yes. So the I'm really passionate about this. Now, of course, people's well-being and happiness is not solely the responsibility of the employer. There's also a personal component as well of how you live your life outside, you know, when you're not working, but we spend a lot of time working and employers do have an impact on people's physical health, psychological health, you know, all, all of it. And so that's a piece that in, in, yet in addition to driving revenue and, and, you know, making a profit, it's also about how leaders and companies are making people feel every single day, the emotions that they're experiencing and recognizing that emotions drive behavior. And there was um, a study that I read about in this book called Positive Leadership by Dr. Kim Cameron. And in it, he cites this study that shows that when people have toxic negative leaders, it not only affects them and how they feel and their health, it also affects their family. So they bring home that toxicity, that negative energy to their spouses and to their children. So there's a ripple effect out into society. And that is also why I'm you know, so passionate about this responsibility that, that organizations and leaders need to recognize that, okay, they're not responsible for all of their happiness, but they do play a part. I I agree with you a hundred percent. And Abuse, toxicity, um, bullying, whatever words one wants to use are way too common in the workplace. And I remember talking to somebody from an organization that had just received a word, a, an award for um, high quality, positive work environment. And she was telling me about, uh, you know, how horrible, how horribly her bosses treated everyone. And I'm thinking people don't understand, um, you know, this was an award for, for a positive work culture when she understood, one of the employees understood all too well that this was not a healthy work environment. People don't even recognize it necessarily. Um, and and so th- this is this is such an important topic. Yes, yes, absolutely. And um, from 
the whether you know you're a leader or an individual there is this there's a, a misconception about you know if i become more successful i will be happier if i get that bigger title if i get that bonus i know you we were talking about materialism um in our materialistic society right if i then can buy that car i'll be happier then can do xyz fill in the blank and what the research shows is that when people are happier, when they are well, they are more successful and, you know, more creative, more productive. They will sell more if you're in sales, et cetera. And there was just this massive five-year study that um, uh, studied close to a million people in the military. And you think, you know, military is a huge organization and, you know, people are going to work in the military, all different types of roles. And the research showed that when people were happy, they were four times more likely to get an accolade or get a promotion that they were actually, you know, more successful professionally. And so that's just one example of, of a study, but there are a lot that show that happy people at work and in life actually are the ones that are more successful. And so that's the message that I really am passionate about sharing is don't wait. Don't push it off. Take care of yourself now and leaders take care of employees now because the company and those individuals will benefit. And that can mean working few out, fewer hours or taking breaks during the day. Our brain can only function at a high efficient level for about two hours. And then just a 10-minute break will help us rejuvenate, regenerate our energy and our brain power, but we chain ourselves to the desk, got to get it done, got to get it done. And we're really hurting ourselves when we push like that. Yes, I couldn't agree more. You need to take breaks, go outside, meditate, stretch, have some healthy food, drink some water. And we also have a society uh, it's it's the cult of overwork, you know, and of course it you know is is there's more overwork depending on what industry you're working on. But the research shows that productivity takes an absolute nosedive after 50 hours of of working, and yet there are so many people that are working 60, 70, 80, even more hours a week. And I research a lot about how people in Scandinavia work. And, you know, Denmark, for example, people work an average of 37 and a half hours a week, and they have extremely high productivity. So it's, you know, this, this shift of mindset of more hours does not necessarily equal more success, that your brain needs rest, needs time to step away, you know, and that's actually when insight and new ideas can come and you focus on your friends and family and sleep. So, yes, I'm I'm completely aligned on we need breaks and we need to stop working to actually be a better worker. And, you know, it, it gets back to what you were saying about the critical importance of human connection to truly be happy. You know, I, I, I remember someone coming into my office once and criticizing me because I was having a conversation with someone. You know, I wasn't at my desk working. Um, and and it, it, it just a total 
lack of understanding of the importance of human connection. Mm-hmm. Yes, human connection is the number one predictor of happiness, the number one. And so whether that be, you know, your, your work colleagues, your friends, and that can cross over, of course, because some work colleagues can be friends, and then your family, that the individuals as well as the organization and the leaders need to create, whether it's virtual or in-person, opportunities for people to connect. And it's, you're not just always talking about work, right? You're talking about life and, and the organization's that have a lot of friendships within it outperform the ones that don't. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, that those little moments of connection um, drastically increase how people perform. Thank you for sharing that. And we, we just have um, another one minute here, but I was wondering if you would, Talk about the effect of food and sleep on happiness. Mm, thank you for asking that. I'm so passionate about both of these, especially sleep. So in my neuroscience course, the research shows that adults need a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night. And, you know, adults naturally need sort of seven to nine hours. And so I always say that, you know, a sleep-deprived brain is not functioning optimally, the way that you treat people, the way that you show up. So prioritize your sleep because it helps with motivation, decision-making, cognitive functioning, memory, focus, you name it. And if you can take naps throughout the week, even better. I'm not great at napping, but there's fantastic research on how naps actually help you perform at work as well. So sleep is critical for happiness and health. And then in terms of food, you know, I really um, look at, you know, the blue zones. So the blue zones are the five places on earth where people live the longest, healthiest lives. Actually, did a talk on the blue zones yesterday. And they, you know, have a plant slant diet and they, you know, people eat till they're about 80% full. So it's very mindful, present eating in the blue zones. And then everyone's dealing with a lot of stress these days. And the research shows that if you eat five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables a day, your stress will go down 37%. So food is wow. really, really powerful. Yes, I know. Really powerful wow. for happiness and well-being. Thank you so much. What a wealth of information and kindness. I really appreciate you, Tia, and what you're doing to help people in the workplace and in life. Um, and I encourage everyone to purchase Be a Happy Leader, Stop the Overwhelm, Thrive Personally, and Achieve Killer Business Results. And please visit Tia's website, arriveathappy.com. Thank you and bless you, Tia. Thank you and thank for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com. Follow us on social media. Learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body. Read my latest blog. Learn about my services, including individual or group coaching, speaking, workshops, 
retreats, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, reading tarot or the Akashic Records mediumship, channeling your guiding angel, or schedule um, with me a video conference, experiential workshop or speech designed specifically for you or one that's in high demand, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams, communication that works, making change smoother, the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Zoom or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients achieve their goals and improve their health relationships in abundance. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Sheila, who helps us with our emotions. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to to help you become a happy leader. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Sheila. I give you permission in a positive way only. Tell me become happier. You can even be more specific and say something like Archangel Sheila. I give you permission in a positive way only to help me draw strong boundaries so I can become a happy leader. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Tracy Dunblazer will join us to talk about Conquer Your Karmic Relationships. June 2nd when Marsha Clark will discuss Embracing Your Power, A Woman's Path to Authentic Leadership and Meaningful Relationships. And June 9th when Dr. Lori Nadell will join us to talk about The Five Gifts, Discovering Hope, Healing, and Strength When Disaster Strikes. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or Chosen Mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.